find out if you're ready for love. Here's your marvelous host, Nikki Lee. Hello, and welcome to Ready for Love Radio. This is your host and love coach, Nikki Lee. Now, I think anybody that's single will agree with the sentiment when I say dating. What the fuck? Yes, I said it. I did. And anybody that knows Ray is going to go, oh, she's in trouble. <laughs> but I cleared it with him before I said it because that's the title of a book by my guest tonight. My guest is Lori Hardacre. Lori, it's great to have you with me tonight. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And you got me in trouble with the boss, but that's okay. That's okay. I cleared it with him before I said it. (laughs) Okay. Well, you could be saying it a lot, so I'm glad you got cleared. Yep, and, and anybody that saw the promos saw saw that it was it was on there. So I, I try to clear these things before I say them because you know we we try to keep things family friendly most of the time. <laughs> at least <laughs> at least correct on my show. <laughs> so, right. So let me let me tell the listeners a little bit about you first. This this is your first book. Congratulations, and you you've been dating for. A long time, which I I have that, dated right? for a long time too, and you know any anybody that's dated for a long time has had the chance to accumulate a lot of stories, and I think it's fair to say a lot of opinions about dating, you know, and anybody that that's heard those has had the chance to laugh a lot have a lot of pain and a lot of tears because you know? dating, dating is rough. It just, it, it just is, you know, but, but you're more than just a first time author. You're also an entrepreneur. You're a dance teacher and you're an RV adventurer. So you, you've done, you know, you're, you're about as diverse as I am. This is interesting. So, mm-hmm. You For four years, you owned and operated um, a dance studio, and then you created a traveling dance and fitness program that you took to preschools and daycare and rec centers and YMCAs in New England. I love New England. It's so beautiful up there. Um, and I actually have got a, a set of books that set up there, and I just I love it. Um, and then today you teach tap, ballet, jazz, tumbling, and creative movement for um, 18-month-olds to 6-year-olds. And you're known as the baby whisperer. I thought that was cool. And then (laughs) during your RV adventure, you traveled and worked in Maine, Florida, Tennessee, Texas, New Mexico, Michigan, and Wyoming. So I, I think we can fairly say that between the number of years you've dated and then all that traveling, you've You've dated a diverse group of people. Can we say that? Is that fair? You've got that right. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. I, just, I was looking at that going, okay, that's that's an interesting group of people there. <laughs> so, yes. Yes. And now, now you do small events 
and singles events with dating and relationship and sex trivia. And mm-hmm. tell me about this Hound and Human Happy Hours. What the heck is that? So I, when I started my Leave it to Lori event company, I wanted to do some kind of different event, not like the same old, same old. So, and I know how much people love their dogs because mine's like my canine soulmate. That's what I call her. <laughs> and I wanted to bring people together who have dogs. So everyone likes dogs, and a lot of people do like to go to happy hours. So I called it the Hound and Human Happy Hour. Um, and I've done a couple, and I've had vendors at the events, and they're at a restaurant, and like some restaurant food specials and some giveaways. And it's just to bring people together who have dogs. A lot of people who have dogs, especially singles, would like to meet another single that has a dog, or at least somebody who does like dogs. Um, so that was just an idea that I had. Um, COVID obviously kind of changed all my events, and I started to do them again. But I put them on hold because I've been just really busy with the book and a couple other projects that I have going on. But eventually I'll get back to all the events. Right. Well, it does make a difference if, if you're a pet person or not a pet person, you know, because it, it, it does make a difference. So I, that's, that's a cool idea. I like that. Thank you. Interesting. All right. So... Let's let's <laughs> let's start right up front. How did you come up with the name of the book? Why why that? I I, I get the sentiment behind it. I really do. But um, it's, it's kind of a gutsy name for a book. So why did you pick that name? That's that's got to be my first question. Well, I say it literally came to me in seconds, and I don't know why, but those four words came to me in seconds, and I thought it was a perfect name for the book that I wanted to write because I'm 40, never married. I've had some significant relationships, but I've been dating on and off for like 30 years, and that's what I feel like it is. Another name, I call it a hot mess, a shit show, a never-ending roller coaster, a repeat episode of Seinfeld. Like, I have all these different names for what I think dating is. So I'm from New England, Boston, and we tend to be really, like, brutally honest, straight to the point. So I'm like, I just call it dating what the fuck because that's what every so many people think. They're like, what stop? Sleep or what the f or why is this so bad? So that's why I called it that. You know, of course, I put an asterisk in the word. You know, to make well, it look yeah. a little more appropriate. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more PC, yeah. A little, but why be PC all the time? You know, yeah. sometimes just fun. And I always say in the beginning of the book, I specifically say this is not a self-help book. If you're looking for guidance or advice on how to navigate dating, do not read this book. I know. This it's is not just, the one. <laughs> no. It's just the reality of dating, funny stories, depressing statistics I found out. It's just like, let's just all commiserate. There's so many self-help books out there. You know what I mean? Let's just do something a little bit different. And that's right. why I did it. And like I said, the title me in seconds and I went with it well I think sometimes you just need to know I mean especially if you're on a really bad dating streak you need to know you're not the only one that just helps you know yes and definitely it's like, yes yes 
other people are in the same situation, you need to know you're not the only one that's having a rough patch. And it just it just helps. <laughs> you know, it just does. Yes. And you can laugh. If you read some of these stories, you'll just laugh at the absurdity. That's what it is. It's almost so bad it's ridiculous. And these aren't just my stories. There's other people's stories. A lot of them are mine. But um, it is. I think dating has changed so much that it's almost to the point of absurdity. So, uh, and then once I started writing, I started pretty much right after the beginning of COVID because I lost my job. So I've been working on this for quite a while. Now the fi- the book is finally done and the website is finally done. You know, it's, it's funny. I wrote a, um, one of my first books was um, 365 Mistakes That Smart Managers Make. And it was funny. First of all, when I first started, I'm like, "Woo, 365." And then when I got to 350, I had like a hundred left over. <laughs> you know? Right. I'm like, yeah, you only need 365. <laughs> you know? right. That's a lot, though. I could probably give you some because I've been in the restaurant industry and in other industries a long time. And they say people don't leave jobs; they leave managers. That's it. Well, yeah. Very true, very true. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, it's funny. Yeah. When you start something like that, it, it seems so daunting. And then as you get into it, you're like, oh, yeah, hold on a minute. You know, there's so many. Yeah. Oh, but, I, I want to write a second book. I didn't even put half of my stories in there. Yep, yep. Like oh. I said, there's just so many of them. Once once you start, there's so many ideas that come to you. You're like, oh, yeah, and so-and-so. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. so good. So, so definitely yeah. not a self-help book. Maybe a um, uh, let's let's all commiserate book. So, yeah, grab a glass of wine, an alcoholic <laughs> beverage, your comfy clothes, maybe cuddle with your dog, and enjoy reading the book. That's what it's about. <laughs> maybe maybe hang out with with your all your girlfriends and and a, a big you know a, a big container of ice cream <laughs> you know, oh yeah Ben jerry's cookie dough that's what i like so oh that sounds good yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so, exactly. so why why do you think or or likely you know why you're 49 and never been married and i will tell you that i'm i'm a little little bit older than you and never been married so i i see nothing wrong with that No, I mean, I don't. I mean, you know, back in the day, I never thought I wouldn't be married by this age or without kids. But then I look at everything I've done, especially the three years of full-time RV living and working around the country, and I would have never been able to do that if I had kids. Right. So now it's plus I've taught kids dance for so long, and I've done some other jobs where I've worked with preschool, you know, junior high, high school kids. But um, I think my simple answer is I never found somebody I wanted to marry. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and sometimes sometimes you never meet a person, the right person at the right time, you know? Right. Right. You know, or it's it's just, I don't, I don't know. It's, and, and I agree with you about the, there's things that you wouldn't have been able to do if you had been, because I mean, I I always always wanted to write. I mean, I knew in second grade I wanted to be an author. I knew I did, you know. And and I got the chance to call my second grade teacher when when I 
actually held my first published book in my hand. You know, and and I mean, literally, she cried on the phone with me. You know that that I I had done it. You know, and I mean, I at this point, I have what thirty thirty two books published, and I've ghostwritten over twenty others. And wow. I mean, seriously, if. If I was married and had children, what's the chance that I could have done that? Slim to none. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. And right. and in addition, all the other things that I've been able to do, you know, and, and own several businesses and this kind of thing. I, you know, some of the things that I am so, that I have enjoyed so much that I've done, I probably couldn't have done. You know, so I, I don't know. We we have to make decisions for what we did, and I mean, I have no problem whatsoever taking, you know, being accountable for the decisions I've made in my life and saying, you know, I made the decision and I'm okay with that. You know, right? You know, yeah. and there's yeah. there's a lot of a lot of kids that I've been very close to growing up, and. <clears throat> you know, still, still close to them now that they're they're older and you know close to their children, and this kind of thing. And I, I just I'm I'm okay with my life the way it is. But, mm-hmm. Yes, me too. I have a lot of dreams that I want to fulfill, and obviously, I'm not saying you can't do that with kids. But I'm itching to get back into my RV. You know, I kind of have a gypsy personality, and when you don't have like. I don't want to say baggage because it's not baggage because I have a niece who I love, but I can kind of do what I want. And right. at this age, that's that's pretty awesome. Plus, I have, you know, all these other things that I want to do with some of these right. other projects I'm starting that um, it's too late now to have kids. I have no desire um, and just have a lot of things I want to do. So I just never yeah. found somebody to marry. And none of the guys I broke up with, I don't miss them. I'm not like, oh, I lost a good one, or he was the one that got away, or I just, I don't feel like that. Yeah. I don't know if that's something me, which probably could be, (laughs) (laughs) you know, whatever. But I know a lot of people who, you know, say to me, wow, you're never married, no kids. You are one smart girl. (laughs) And uh, a lot of people say that to me, you know, but then again, everyone always says the grass is always greener, but I don't. Very rarely do I look at, like, and I know a lot of unhappy couples, you know, there's some divorce in my family. My parents have been married for 51 years, so um, I don't have issues like, oh, my parents got divorced. I'm afraid of that, so. Right, right. Um, But it is what it is, onward and upward. Yeah, Yeah. like I said, I'm happy with the way things have turned out. And it gave me a chance. There were a lot of things when I was a teenager that I was dealing with because of the kind of mentality I was raised around. And I've had the chance to work through all that and I'm much happier with me. Um, Right. Which I know to some people sounds very selfish, but... I mean, there's things that you need to work through, and you need to feel good about yourself, you know, and I had the chance to do those things, 
and um, it's that's put me in a very good position to do this show and to help help other people, you know. Um, and I'm not sure if I had been well if I <laughs> if I had married the sort of person that my parents wanted, I would not have been in that position at all. And I would not right. have been able to help anyone um, and certainly wouldn't have helped myself or any children we would have had. So that, that right. would have been polar opposite of what I'm doing now. And I would not be happy with that. So a lot of, a lot of things would have been very different. So, well, you know, it's, it's interesting, interesting to look at this sort of thing. You can't be in a good relationship unless you're happy with yourself. Um, exactly. Like I just feel that it's kind of branching off into something else. But what I really noticed with all the online dating and talking to men and women when I was doing the book is that a lot of people, like on their dating profile, say they're relationship ready. Now, when I when I I have started dating somebody, but I've done a lot of dating, and you know that's always one thing I look at on profiles, and it doesn't really matter because. So many people lie on profiles, which is one of the biggest problems. But these people aren't relationship ready, and they aren't aware they're not until you start dating them. And then all this stuff that's unresolved in their lives comes through, and then you don't hear from them. They ghost you. They don't want – they're not ready. And it's like, well, why did you put that in your profile? Because people aren't in tune with the fact if they truly are relationship ready. True. Because – and that's one of the biggest, biggest, biggest problems. And I'm actually starting to work on a dating site specifically for relationship-ready people. Right. Well, that's um, one of the things behind the name of the show, Ready for Love, you know. Right. And right. and being and helping people to be ready for love and ready for a relationship. You know, so many people are physically ready for love. Well, ready Mm-hmm. Or, you know, ready for some elements of, of a relationship, but they're not mentally and, and emotionally ready for a relationship. So exactly. completely agree with you. You know, they want Definitely. they want the physical perks, but they're not ready for any exactly. of the rest of it. Yeah. And if you find somebody else, that's what I think the biggest problem is, is people aren't on the same page. If you find somebody else that just wants a physical relationship, then that's great. But the problem is, people are often on different pages and that's right. when people get hurt or people are dating multiple people or they meet somebody gray, uh, but there's so many other people on the site that I'm talking to, you know, right. it's just, it's kind of a disaster. <laughs> right. Well, and it, it amazes me the people that say one thing and they're just, they, they literally say one thing and assume something completely different. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's like, how can you do that? You know, you're, you are, the words coming out of your mouth are saying one thing, but what you're mm-hmm. thinking is happening is not what you're saying. And it's, yep. I, I don't know, absolutely blows my mind. I just, I don't it know. Does. I just. It is. That's why I titled the book what I did. <laughs> well, there, 
okay, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, it's to the point, it says it all in four words because dating today is a lot different than it was back in the day. Even when you and I were growing up and, you know, dating in high school or college, we didn't have cell phones. We actually had to be adults and call somebody on the phone. Yeah. I mean, and and it's just, in my opinion, going in a very wrong direction. I feel like especially with my job, I have another job. All I do is just text my life, text conversations, Skype text. It's like, can we just talk on the phone? Can we just have a conversation on the phone? Especially when people ask dates for dates over text. Could you pick up the phone? I don't know. I'm old-fashioned. Back then, we knew what phones were for. We knew they were to have a conversation, you know, to talk to people. (laughs) You're right. And to be like, respectful and you know it's just very 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 different today and I always say I should have been born in the era with saddle shoes and poodle skirts and the soda shop machine soda shop you know soda shops and I don't know yeah I don't know know either it just wow (laughs) 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 oh that wow unreal yeah wow is a and unreal um, is a good word. It's, uh, yeah, unbelievable. So what, this this is probably a five-hour answer, but what That's have you okay. learned from your, your 30 years of dating? I have definitely learned more about myself. Um, in some ways, unfortunately, I definitely have become jaded. But in some ways, too, I've also become much more self-aware. My confidence has gone up. Like, for example, the first guy, like, I fell in love with, but it wasn't even love, but you know what I mean. I was a late bloomer, so it wasn't even until I was 21. But he was, like, verbally abusive, like, you know, saying idiot or, I don't know, it was so long ago. But, like, if that wouldn't happen to me now because I would allow it. But I was naive. You know, it was the first guy I really loved. And then um, I've just changed. Like, I know who I am. I know what I have to offer. You know, I know I don't have baggage. Or it is an anomaly to, for me to be 49, independent, no kids, being an entrepreneur. I'm very much a go-getter. Like, it's, I'm, not, I'm an anomaly at my age regarding, like, all my stuff that's surrounding me. And I know what I'm worth. You know, I know what I can bring to the table. And maybe you don't know that when you're younger. Right. You know, Um, (laughs) more self-aware. I, you know, I've done plenty of therapy, plenty of life coaching. Um, I'm much more too aware of like, even like my reactions or my temper, you know, knowing when to not react in a certain way, which could cause an argument. I mean, it, it's it's so many different things. Dating is mental, physical, and emotional. So right. I've changed a lot, and I I have really changed a lot. And a lot of that happened when I started writing this book and, you know, doing singles events and seminars with a couple life coaches. And once COVID hit, we did Zoom meetings, and we talked about, you know, what women want, what men want, um, you do you before you do somebody else. Just really taking a look inside you and realizing what do you want. If you don't know what you want, you're not going to get that from another person. 
or you're exactly. not going to know what to look for. So, um, and you know, I'm who I would date when I was 21 or even 31 is probably who I would not date today. <laughs> True. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Changed yeah. so much. I really have. And dating can make you very jaded. It can be very disappointing, very frustrating, you know, and then you just kind of want to quit, but then you don't want to be alone because everybody does want to be in love or most people do and have the companionship. So I've just learned a lot, I think, more so about myself than anything else. Well, I've I've got this theory that any relationship or anyone we date, we should learn something from it, okay? Right. And it, it could be what we do want or what we don't want. And I think what we don't want can even be more important. And it could be, <clears throat> you know, what, what we don't want in a significant other or a boyfriend or whatever or even what we won't tolerate we learn about our boundaries um what we won't put up with what we you know what we will put up with you know right. all of these sorts of things um <clears throat> and the thing is it's it's actually valuable to note those things about each person that we've gone out with each person we've had any kind of a relationship with you know, because we, we have learned. We may or may not pay any attention to it. We may or may not, you know, noted it personally, you know, and actually, you know, acknowledged it. But we have learned something about ourselves and about yep. what we want, what we need, and what we don't need. Um, <clears throat> what do you think about that? I definitely agree. And when I was saying that, I was thinking something like, you know, I think when we're younger, like I have a college degree. I think when I was younger, I'm like, oh, I want to date somebody who has a college degree and this and that. And now that doesn't even bother me. You know, I don't even think twice about it. Like half the time people working who are very successful don't even have a college degree. So sure. I think the older you get, you do get more specific in some things, but realize that other things aren't as important, you right. know, as I, which I think, I just remember one of my girlfriends who is married now, but she's like, I, I have to date somebody who's gone to college, has a college degree, you know, and then somebody else wants them to be, I must date somebody who owns a home. I'm like, okay, like, if, if that's what, you find the most important and that's what you find the most important. But I think as I've aged and have dated and have met many successful men who do not have a college degree, who rent an apartment. I mean, I owned a home, I lived in an RV and now I live in an apartment. So, you know what I mean? Mm, um, right. You just kind of realize what's more important. And if, if a college degree is important to you or a man who makes six figures or a woman who owns her own home or that's fine. Everyone has their, you know, preferences, but in some ways I've gotten more strict on some things regarding what I want, and in some ways I realize, well, that's not important in the scheme of life at all. Right, right. <clears throat> well, and, and the thing is, sometimes there's reasons why they do or don't have certain things, 
And once mm-hmm. you get to know them, you're like, oh, okay, you know. And then you understand the reasons behind whatever, you know. Right. So that makes a difference, too. Yep. You know, but um, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's interesting. It's just interesting. I don't think there's any specific right or wrong answer. Yeah. So... It's not black and white. Dating and relationships, I think, can be very gray. Um, I don't know. It's not, I mean, if it was black and white, there wouldn't be so many relationship self-help books. So dating and relationship coaches, right? Right, right. (laughs) We're all trying to figure it out. We're trying to figure it out. You know, if it didn't include imperfect humans, it'd be so much easier. You're right. You are absolutely right. Well, and that's and another if, thing. Too. Yeah. Well, and if we didn't evolve over time, that would make it easier too. Right. If we would just cave men, cave women, and be fine. Well, and and we we grow and we change, and that kind of throws a kink into things, you know. So all of these things make it more difficult. So. Yeah. Yeah, and if people would tell the truth and not lie and tell us what they think we want to know, that would help. So I'm, there's all these Oh, things. yeah. <clears throat> it is. So, and plus, all that is because of the Internet, it's becoming more predominant. The lying, people lie. It's not, you know, they don't look the same in their pictures. They lie about their age. They lie about their jobs. They lie about the fact that they really aren't divorced. They're still married. And that's one thing that I found out when I was doing research for my book is that 60% of these profiles are people who are in current relationships. Yeah. So that's a big problem. 60% is a very large percent. Yeah. Yeah. So there you I, go. I, yeah. There's, um, <laughs> Does that make it, everybody it, feel so good who is Internet dating? Yeah. <laughs> Internet dating can work, mm-hmm. but you you got to sort through a whole lot of stuff, and you've got to be honest, and they've got to be honest, and right. that seems to be the minority of people on there. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. So, who do you think? has been the issue, shall we say, in your dating track record? Do you, or do you think there's even, is an issue or a problem in your track record? Are you, are you happy? Okay, let's put it this way. Are you happy with your dating track record? Um, I always say, like, I look at things and I'm like, well, what is the common denominator? And I am the common denominator in my dating mess. So I'm assuming it's probably me. Um, You know what it is, too, is that I have, I'm not saying every woman, but I've never been like the woman who like thought of my wedding day when I was young and the husband in the house and the fence and the kids and the dog. That's not really ever been like a goal or a dream. And if it is, that's fine. I know a lot of people who that's what they wanted to be, a mom or have a family and I've never been like that, you know. I've always just, I kind of 
always wanted to try something new. What's next? What's the next challenge? What goal can I hit? Um, And I'm not, I'm not somebody and this could be a problem that will stay in a relationship that I'm not happy with. I mean, everyone has different circumstances. You know, maybe you're staying in a marriage because you have kids or for financial reasons, or you're staying in an abusive relationship, which I, you know, I've only been in a verbally abusive one because you're afraid to be alone or you financially can't be alone. Or maybe you're dating somebody and it's not great, but the thought of going back into the dating scene makes you want to vomit so you stay right where you are. I've never been that kind of person, um, and in some ways I feel very lucky, but I'm sure if somebody looked at my dating past and kind of psychoanalyzed me, I'm the common donator, so I guess if I knew, then maybe the dating book would be a self-help book (laughs) 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 and not a what-the-fuck book, but... um, yeah, I'm, I've I've made mistakes, you know, and I've dated mistakes, and but like I said, I've never dated somebody who I was like, oh shoot, that was the one that got away. Right. Okay. You know, I, I never felt like that, and you know, some people, because I was on a podcast a couple of days ago, and he's like, well, what do you think it is? Is it you? And I was like, maybe. I mean, you know, I, I think if. I was like engaged and that ended and I was devastated. Then I'd be like, okay, well, what did I do wrong? Why did it end? I, I, I missed him. I wish it worked out. I don't feel like that about any of the men I've dated. Right. So I, I don't know, you know, <clears throat> I get that. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, I, I live on my own and I, I like that. I really yeah. like my time because it gives me time to focus on. I mean, I've I've got umpteen different business venture kind of things that I focus on, and I like that. You know, yeah. I I enjoy that. And yeah, the the whole dreaming and imagining like this big wedding, and I that that wasn't. I, you know, I mean, much to my mother's chagrin, that wasn't me, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm, I'm more of a, is it Sunday in time for football yet? Or, you know, what what's the newest Mustang look like, you know? Um, <laughs> right. It, which my grandfather loved, you know. But, yeah. um, yeah, I, you know. So, yeah, I, I get it. I do. I mean, the listeners might not get it, but I do. (laughs) You know, there's more people like us out there. I think so, too. And Well, and I mean, society pushes it and pushes marriage and and all that hard. And I mean, I I absolutely, I love kids. I do. Mm -hmm. And... You know, I, I, well, okay, I remember when one of my old boyfriends got married, and thank goodness the the wedding was mercifully very, 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 very short. And, (laughs) yeah, I mean, you know, some of them drag on for hours, you know, but I mean, I I swear, I don't think the wedding was 10 minutes. I really don't. Right. And I remember, I remember feeling so sad afterwards but it it wasn't it wasn't that he was married because I was happy for him and I 
But it was more that everything was changing for our our whole group. That was more the thing for me. It was we we weren't the same just group of like carefree kids anymore. You know, things were changing. That's what I was sad about. You know, right. And and my roommate thought I was in I was upset because he had gotten away and I let him get it slipped through my fingers. I said, No, oh, would you stop? I said, No, it's it's we we aren't just kids anymore. You know, we're yeah. we're officially we're officially adults now. That's the problem. You know, and I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around that. You know, I mean, to this day, we're still good friends. You know, thirty <laughs> some years later. You know, but. Um, and we all own businesses and we're all good friends and look out for each other and, and check in on each other and that kind of thing. Um, but, um, it, it's just, you know, when, when you're 19, 20, 21, it's like, okay, okay. <laughs> it's getting serious now, you know? Right. Um, right. And it's, it's like when the first one of your gang gets married, it's like, oh shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, all right, we're not kids anymore. Right. Okay. All right. All right. I, oh, everything's changing. And you're kind of making me think of something like, kind of, you wonder, like, I always thought, you know, are, are people going to be like, well, what is wrong with her? She's never been married. But then I said, okay, would I would rather never be married or married and divorced twice? Right. What is more right. acceptable? And I feel like divorce is more acceptable than being single and never married in society. It is. It is. I've, like, I've gotten that from people. Yeah. Yeah, that's bizarre to me. Why should that yeah. be more acceptable? I mean, I've met a lot of people on Internet dating who have been married and divorced once, twice, three times. But then they're like, well, why haven't you ever been married? And I'm like, well, why have you been married and divorced three times? <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't, it's bizarre how failed relationships are more accepted in society than somebody who knew they shouldn't get married to that person and end up in the same position. Right, right. I don't know. It's just, I've well, been thinking and, about that. Recently. Well, and I, I had somebody come up to me. My, my mom died almost 12 years ago now from cancer. And one of her friends who always thought she needed to butt into my life about whatever she didn't like that I was doing lately. And she came up to me at, at mom's funeral and said, well, I hope you're happy now. You never gave her grandchildren. Oh, that's nice. That's a nice thing to say to somebody when their mom dies. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, you've been a pain in my side for all of these years. And I was there and I said, you know what? I officially don't have to listen to your crap anymore. Get out of my face. Good for you. (laughs) I'm like, the only reason I put up with you was because you were mom's friend. I don't have to listen to you anymore. Right. You know, I said, you have just walked up to me. And we're a bitch, and I will smack the hell out of you. Get out of my face. <laughs> you sound like you're from Boston or New York now, Nikki. Like, oh my goodness. No, I'm I'm a mountain girl. That's <laughs> your attitude. Mm, I tell you what, though, I I could not believe. I wow, 
But I mean, how rude! How rude! Oh my goodness! People blow my mind sometimes, especially today, yeah. more so. Just I don't know. It's just everything's different, and everything's different. Like the way kids are being raised, the way people treat each other, dating, work ethic, everything is so different. Yeah, you know. Yep, so. sure it is. But yeah, I, I I could not believe. I, wow. Well, but I yeah. would have been like. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, and, 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 unbelievably, I haven't seen her again since then. But yeah. Well, that. <clears throat> wow. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just. Mm, that not today, not the day <laughs> is all I have to no, say. No, never the day actually. Yeah, never, good. never a day to say that. So, well, and, and mom, mom and I had talked about it, you know, and and she she understood, and I, it, my life, you know, I'm just I'm like I, you know, just not your business, and so no. many just wow. Yeah. Wow. But, that's yeah, very wow. Un- so are there any any specific ways you think dating has changed in addition to, you know, the the uh, advent of the internet over the last thirty right. years? I, I think I, it that that could be fifteen yeah. books right there. It is. That's why dating's changed because of the internet. And I can tell you something that irks me so much is that it's very casual now. It's like, yeah. hey, if you're free. Not, you know, I don't know, back in the day, you would call someone on the phone and or get a call from a guy and it's Monday, hey, I want to take you out on Friday, right? They set the date yeah. in advance. They want to see you. They make sure you're free. Now today it's like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll maybe touch base with you Friday morning. Maybe we can go out Friday night. Yeah. Okay, no. See, that to me is a no. That is a no. No, yeah. no, no, no. If you really want to see me, you're going to make plans in advance because you're going to make sure I'm free. Dating has become very too casual. It's just too mm. casual. And it's so way too easy to ask somebody out, break up with somebody, not respond because it's all done over text. You don't yeah. have to be held accountable because you're not talking on the phone. You're not doing this stuff in person. You know, everyone just does everything over text. And it's, there's no accountability anymore. It's so much more casual because people are talking to or dating multiple people, which is fine, but it's just like there's like a lack of respect. And that's in the book yeah. too. Like a lot of people say... They could be talking to somebody for like a couple weeks, have great conversations, have one or two fantastic dates, and then it's like complete silence. Yeah. They never hear a word. It's like, it's just rude. You know, but yeah. again, people don't have the balls, excuse my mouth, to be like, you know what, I, I just don't feel like this is working out. You know, it was great meeting you, or I have way too much going on in my life. The, the internet... The email and the texting make it way too easy for people not to be accountable. Right. That's how I, I feel. Think, I think there's too much, too many examples where people just don't show respect, period, anymore. 
You got that right. I mean, I was, I, was, I was talking to somebody a few weeks ago just about in regular dynamics with people, and I asked him if he thought that they were showing respect. And he says, not like we should, no. Mm-mm. No, it's, or even it's just like if you walk ahead of somebody and hold the door and they don't say thank you. Yeah. Or that, I don't know why that irks me, or you walk in front of somebody in an aisle. I always say, excuse me, and people just walk there, or they want to get by you and they don't say, excuse me. I just, it has, it's changed a lot. It has oh, changed I always do that. Especially the grocery store. I, I I must say, excuse me, 30 times when I'm in the grocery store. <laughs> I, am the, I will never walk in front of somebody looking at something in the aisle without saying excuse me, ever. But you oh, know yeah. what? It's I was raised that way, in the way kind of the younger generations. But you know what? It's not just that. It's people of all ages, so we can't just say it's the younger generations, which is yeah. another whole story, like another whole night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that that's a five hour show right there. But Yeah, that's that that is that is it. Like that's not even in the book. That could be a whole separate book, so um Yeah. But yeah, wow. no, you're right. It the world has changed. I work with this phenomenal life coach and he's like the world is going in the wrong direction. Oh especially like ways. with because my the guy I'm dating right now, he has a Two teenagers living at home, a 17 and a 15. They're still in high school, and there is a lot of problems and a lot of things they pull that I would not have tried to pull when I was their age because my dad, no way. Yeah. No, that's not why. And I had the respect to know not even try it. Yeah. 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 So that's another whole show. (laughs) I just... Wow. Well, just like common courtesy doesn't exist Mm -hmm. anymore, you know? Well, it doesn't make common sense either, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gracious. Wow. I said that because I think when people date, they really want to meet someone, and that's when our common sense goes out the door. Like, I look yeah. back on some of the dumb choices I've made. I'm like, where was your common sense? Yeah. But, you you know, you just, some people like me, I really, I like dating somebody, one person. You want to be with somebody so badly that, like, your common sense just goes out the door. And I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> you know um, what I mean? I think the word dating and the words common sense do not go hand in hand. Sometimes. Because I think it just goes out the door in general. And it also depends on the state of mind you're in and what you're looking for. True. True. Mm-hmm. So so what are some of these statistics that you found? Because there's some frightening so, statistics about dating. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I told you that 60% of Internet dating profiles are of people who are already in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, one in ten profiles are fake. Yes, only one in ten. One in ten. That's what I have found out recently. But um, you know what else is very interesting too is that I don't know if you've ever been internet dating and like I've been on them and I'll decide no, I don't want to be a mod, be on them anymore, and I'll like shut off my membership, but I won't delete my account. 
many of these mm-hmm. sites up profiles that are inactive to increase their marketing, especially if it's like a good-looking person. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'll lift it up. And that's half the time why people get so frustrated. And usually it says people quit within three months of starting Internet dating because you're like emailing these people and sometimes you don't get responses because the person isn't interested, which is fine. But a lot of these profiles, emailing, the people aren't even active on the site and they never deleted their profile or the Internet site never deleted their profile. So that's another big problem. And you're like, why is nobody, you know what I mean? Um, but I can tell you the Internet dating industry is a billion-dollar industry. Um, yeah. I think it was in 2020, um, Match.com, which is the first site that was created, I believe, in 1995 right now, or maybe even more. This was based on 2020. Uh, back in 2020, had 9.9 million users, and it was wow. worth over $20 billion. Wow. So that mm. is the way people are dating and it's unfortunate because that many users there's 8,000 websites and dating apps and just alone on match is almost 10 million and that's the only way people are dating and it's not working and people I mean it does work I know people who have met online and they're married I met my current boyfriend online Um, but in general I mean, I don't think it's the best way to go, but it's almost the only way to go right now. Yeah. So it's hard to meet people organically, especially if you, like, didn't meet them in high school or college or if they're like you and I, you know, where we have all our little own businesses and stuff. And, like, I work from home for my full-time job, so I wouldn't meet anyone in the office. Um, And then the older you get, the harder it is to meet people, you know, so, yeah, I work from home, so I I never meet people. <laughs> right, I know. Right, so you know, it is the statistics. Statistics aren't great. There's also statistics about how many pedophiles are on online. Um, so that's just some of them. Um, they are all in my book, and I, you know, I definitely let you know the sites I got them from. Like datingadvice.com has some great statistics. Um, but yeah, but the one that stands out to me the most is the 60% of people who are basically cheating on their significant other. Yeah. So. Interesting. Hmm. Depressing. Well, I mean, there's, there's the one site, I forget what it is, um, uh, where, I mean, um, I've been on there. What is it? Um, is it like Zeus or Plenty of Fish or Hinge or? And no, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at two potential catfishers on Zeus now. Uh, okay. um, <laughs> and actually, one of them I, I saw on three other sites using the same pictures. Um, yeah. Used to, he did change up the name, though. I was like, oh, good job, good job. Change the name. <laughs> but um, what the heck was one site? Is it eHarmony? Um, no, no, didn't like that one. Um, Single. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. Tinder. No, no, I've met on that one. 
Um, but I know one of them um, specifically um, caters to people looking for like open relationships. So I know, I mean, so they, they've got a lot of people on there who obviously are in a relationship and looking for something like yeah. that. Um, right. But I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been on it, but, you know, what, I mean, it is good that there's for, it could be based on religion. It can be based on, you know, they have farmers dating. They have Christian dating. They have, I mean, there's All definitely time. a lot of all kinds of niche sites, yeah, definitely. Great that way. Um, I don't know. It's just everything has become internet based, texting based. There's like a lack of being social anymore. Actually speaking on the phone or face to face. I know there's so so many ways to communicate, and people don't know how to communicate anymore, which is really, really, really sad. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's easier than ever to communicate, and people don't communicate, which is insanely sad. But no, I agree. I agree. And everyone is addicted to their phone. Their face is always in their phone. <laughs> that like, is very sad. I can how much people complain about people, like, taking calls, looking at their phone during dates. That's a big no-no. And I was like, put the phone down. I went out with exactly. a guy one time, and um, he he really was not ready to be dating. Um, he he had been divorced, and he had two young kids at home, and they they weren't ready for him to be dating either. Um, mm-hmm. And they kept calling and calling and calling and calling, and he kept he kept ah. picking up. And I'm like, oh, you you all aren't ready for you to be dating. It's that it's that simple. <laughs> you know, I'm going to finish my steak. And then we're leaving. <laughs> you know. Yeah, good I'm for you. Dinner first. <laughs> but, right. but you know, he was a nice guy. But no. <laughs> well, see, he wasn't aware that he shouldn't be dating. He wasn't self-aware enough to know that he should not be dating. He was by the end of the night. Trust me. <laughs> so. Well, then that's good. Hopefully, hopefully he didn't cause anyone else any pain until he was ready to be dating. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if he did date anybody else, but he didn't date me again. <laughs> so. Oh, good for you. But yeah, no, I, I, yeah. He he did he did know my feelings on it, but yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, at my age, people know my feelings too. So, um, yeah, this, and this was years ago. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. No, oh, yeah. Right. I, I'm probably. I'm not sure. I would. I would be quite as tactful now, but I. I was very clear then. Right. Oh gracious. Okay, so tell us about your singles shirts. So um, I just thought the single shirts. Um, they are on the website, but what I decided to do was I thought it'd be funny because the book is funny. So I did four different shirts. I did one on the the profile, the profile, the logo of the book is on the front of the shirt and on the back for one of them is called help. And down this left side, it says SOS. SOS is an acronym for sick of singlehood. And okay. I just thought it'd be funny to wear these shirts. And then another one, so that's the non-personalized one. And then the other three I created are personalized. 
And they're all on the back with the logo on the front. And one of them is dating. Like for mine, I put disappointing, absurd, and I made up my own acronym for dating. Right? So those are kind Mm -hmm. of more of the negative, funny ones. Because it is, you know, funny. And then for the singles, I did a singles acronym, which is like I put like sassy, intelligent, never a dull moment. And then I have another one where you write your profile on the back. So everyone hides behind the Internet with their profile. I'm like, why don't you wear your profile? So, you know, say if somebody had on a shirt with their profile and it said entrepreneur, I don't know. I, mine says RV adventurer, entrepreneur, motorcycle enthusiast. You know, if they, you saw somebody with a shirt on and it said author or business owner, you could be like, oh, hey, you know, I'm an author too. What did you write? It's just something different. You know what I mean? Mm. To maybe start some organic conversations. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, instead of like this hiding behind a computer, why don't you wear it? Why don't we get out from behind computers? Why don't we have a little fun? Why don't we start some organic conversations? And funny, some of them are just funny because, you know, I'm trying to make light of dating because it is so absurd. Um, and then some of them are more serious, like, well, let's put ourselves out there. Let's put our profile and wear it on our back in the general public, or let's create our own little acronym for what you think single means to you. And like I said, mine was like sassy, independent, never a dull moment, goofy, lover of dogs, on and on. But, um, yeah, those are all on the website, and they're personalized, so you can create your own. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So how can uh – Listeners, find out more about you. Find out more about me? Yes. Well, uh, what's your website? Okay, so my website is datingwhatthefuck.com. Okay. It does not have the, does not have the asterisk. You have to spell out the swear word. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my Facebook page is uh, facebook.com backslash datingishorrible. And my email is info at datingwhatthefuck.com. All right. Yeah, I can I can see Facebook <laughs> not approving that. So. <laughs> yes, it did. It would not approve it. So yeah. I had to come up with something else. Okay. Yeah, Zuckerberg would not like that. All right. No. Well, thank you so much for being with me today. And thank you for um, having it was such a nice discussion. I really appreciate it. Well, and I, and I hope the listeners had a good time and, and got a laugh or two, which I'm pretty sure they probably did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The book, and like I said, it's not a self-help book. It's just something for fun, a great beach read, maybe a great book club book. It's just to feel like other people are in the same situation you've been in or are in and you know, that's what it is. All right. And listeners, I'll be with you next time on Ready for Love Radio.